can really taste the meatball. You do know that Riverdale was founded on Maple Syrup Industry. Here in Riverdale? Dilton Doily plays with guns. Big one, buddy. Sardonic humor is just my way of relating to the world. Everyone knows how much I loved my brother. Exactly. If we go in there with the entire Scooby gang, forget it. We're compromised. War is hell, Jack. No, Archie. Hell is other people. Out of the four of us, only you and Archie haven't kissed. Fascinating. I'm gonna go get a bevy. Do you want anything? A glass of milk would be great. Alice? Is it true what they say about men who just been released from prison after me? The Coopers are one of the most respected families in Riverdale. Take your male gaze and your male privilege and get out of the women's locker room. Happy birthday, dear Chuckhead. Last night was... A PG-13 group session. Color me shocked. Archie Andrews, is that why you became a mediocre musician overnight? I'm not interested in being anybody's rebound. Besides, I'm more into girls anyways. And all this time, I thought you were a lover, not a fighter. I'm both. I've got layers. And it'll be a cold day in hell before a snake lets a pig tell him what to do. Alright, welcome back everybody to Kapow the Pop Culture Podcast. More Riverdale talk. I know it's been a little while since we've done this, but we're trying to catch up with all these episodes. We're at episode 200 and it's time, <laughs> Man, you know, time flies. so much stuff has happened recently. What I mean, that Super Bowl. Hey, <laughs> that can you Super believe Bowl. that Super Bowl? <laughs> oh, people are still talking about it. Is this still happening? <laughs> and uh, that, that Oscar upset. I mean, uh, I did not see that happen. Yeah, fuck that guy. Oscars. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> we still have like functioning democracy. That's nice. To yes. Yes. Here, here at this future time. Yeah. Actually, that kind of tracks. <laughs> Great job. Okay, let's get Much into like it. Much like Riverdale, we don't know what we're talking about, and our timeline is screwy, but we enjoy it. Welcome Chapter back. Chapter 67, Varsity Blues. Hmm. Uh, Spirit Week. Okay, back to high school, folks. We got Spirit Week. The Bulldogs are in the state finals. Football versus the Stonewall Stallions. So we've gone through Halloween, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving and deep winter storms. Yep. And we're still mm-hmm. playing football. <laughs> Stop. Sure. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Just checking. Stop it. Okay. But uh, it's like playoff time, so it's the end of the football It's Archie's season. last game. Yeah, it is. I mean, come on. Come on. Biff offers Jughead a new computer, and he's like, no thanks. This keyboard knows my fingers. Brett Weston Wallace. Biff. Jughead gets an interview with Yale now. There seems to be a lot of... Uh, Perks with this whole quiz and quill. Thing. I've never, I've never seen Ivy League schools be so interested in in one <laughs> graduating class. Oh man! Hey, this is that's what privilege gets you. That yeah. just opens hey, doors. They've got some great, uh, great point averages. I do have to say, whenever anyone mentions one, it's never below a four It's always mm-hmm. like crazy, except for Archie. Right. Well, Archie, we don't we don't even speak about Archie. Yeah. He he didn't learn to read till the second grade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, Ronnie starts making spiced rum. She's like, I got you fixed, Dad. Switch it up. Yep. Beat that patent. The Vixens now have Miss Appleyard. Cheryl. Girls. How fortuitous. 
I'd like you to meet somebody. No time to chat, Mr. Honey. We're on our way to practice our Spirit Week musical routine, which will naturally be epic. On that subject, as was discussed with Mrs. Burble, I have brought in Miss Appleyard to be your new coach. But your season is almost done, Mr. Honey. I can handle this, Holden. Hmm. Look, I'm not sure what Honey has told you, but we don't need a coach. I run the show around here. Howevs, we are looking for a launder woman. Well, Cheryl's like, you can be our launder woman. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most indignity she, indignity she can imagine is having an adult in charge. Yes. <laughs> taking, <laughs> taking away her vixen. Right. She yeah. has ran everything for years. And she's yeah. having an, in school, she's having an adult tell her what to do. The well, HCIC yeah. was on her shirt. Mm. Head coach in Head charge. Head coach mm. in charge. Yeah. She's I, don't not, like, I don't like that at all. No, we're not we're not <laughs> dancing. We're going to cheer. No, said. I really don't like it <laughs> at yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> Screw off, Apple Yard. From now on, we're going to change things up. The Vixens are cheer squad. So we'll be focusing on cheers, not singing and dancing to pop songs. Now, gather the rest of the girls and meet me out on the field so we can practice some drills. Okay. I'm sorry, am I hallucinating or did you just give me an order? I led my last team to nationals three years in a row. I think I know what I'm doing here. Reggie says that Stonewall plays dirty. That's about all Reggie has had to do in all these episodes. Well, he was busy making bad boys for life. So. Oh, okay, yeah. Cheekbones, cheekbones, what you gonna do? <laughs> Uncle Frank has been here two weeks now since we met him. Mm. He's ready to go. He paid his respects to Fred. He's out of here. And Archie's like, well, you could stay and run Andrew's construction. Oh, Archie. He doesn't know when to let good enough lie. Molly Ringwald doesn't like Frank. He's He's a deadbeat. Jughead. Listen to your mom, Archie. Says that Betty could interview Biff about the game and find out some stuff about him what if he does bad stuff yeah so they have a rep reputation yeah of winning by hurting yeah the other team's players cheryl brings muffins to the coach and says what can i do for you cheryl we got off on the rom repetto covered foot i'd like us to find a way to work together in blissful harmony cheryl i'm the coach you're the athlete the power structure couldn't be clearer. And she tells Cheryl, you should work out more instead of eat muffins. As for your muffins, can I suggest a little less time baking and a little more time in the weight room? And she says, my, my body, body is, is perfection, perfection, you crone. And you may be the coach, but <laughs> I, I think you'll like, find the vixens are mine. I agree. Forevermore. Um, <laughs> Betty and Biff are meeting up, and she says, you win fit football by debating debilitating and slaughtering your enemies he says that i'm to her and you can quote me he says i will that she says i will they uh they have a i i was gonna point out in a lot of their arguments they never get too serious that it is still kind of playful between her and brett betty and brett Brett? yeah like Hmm. it's each time he's always smiling. He is does act like he's kind of being friendly about it. And he's, that like he's not taking it too seriously. It's that sociopathic schoolyard like type thing. I mean, he is anyway. She's super serious. No, I read it differently that he's like 
Yeah, I mean, obviously we know he's probably way more dark and whatever, but he... But then they've gone out of their way to show that these guys are human and, like, they they try to befriend Jughead, so they're not just the villains. It's not like we're yelling at each other and I need to get away because you're going to kill me in this scene. It's still like... Yeah, only one of them's drawn blood, and it was was a bad Um, Ronnie pitches Luna Rum to some restaurant owners... Who come by? All right. So when I go to Kroger, <laughs> mm-hmm. and the person ringing ringing people up is under twenty one, <laughs> they make an adult. <laughs> they make an adult come ring up the beer <laughs> because people who are under twenty one can't even sell a beer at a grocery store. You've never bought a beer. I've seen it happen. <laughs> I've witnessed it. But I have never uh, witnessed a high school kid go pitch a variety of spiced rum right. to interested restaurants. And they're like, we'll take some. Yes, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. The Quiz and Quill d- delivers to Jug a new laptop. and uh, Membership he, has its privilege. And, yeah, and they tell him there's going to be a meeting in the basement at 10, according to Brett. Uh, the Vixens are on strike. Spirit Week. You don't want that. You're not going to like that, Mr. Honey. Principal Honey. Betty meets with players from other schools that are all injured. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, the, the coach puts bounties on us. You know? Oh, I believe this is where we got a... This must be where you... Yeah, yeah, we had a the first crossover between Riverdale... Well, was it the first? We had a... No, somebody. it's not the first one. Yeah, yeah, but we had a crossover moment. A character from Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, from the football team of Sabrina's mm. high school, I believe, was one of the folks they interviewed. I can't. I forgot to look up the character's name. I apologize, but trust trust Reddit that actually happened. Okay. Dale Royale, Mad Dog's leaving for the night, and the Rabbit Mask group attacks him. And wangs him in the knee. Yep, they sure did. Why? Um, that's a real we know old, where they that's come an from. Old reference. Uh, at the quill meeting, they pass a skull around, and it's like your turn to talk when you hold the skull. <laughs> and and they start confessing stuff, and I was like, is this a setup? Because Donna's, I mean, they're like confessing some serious stuff. Donna's like, you know. She's a cutter. Yeah. Yeah, so this is either the most open and vulnerable they've ever been or, like, the darkest, most manipulative evil yeah. thing they've done. I felt like this was a rehash of the farm yeah. because Edgar had all this dirt on everybody. Yeah, it is very much like that, yeah. And Biff got a hooker when he was 14 <laughs> and cried the whole time. <laughs> but he didn't tell his dad because his dad wouldn't think he was a man. So they're like, hand the skull to Jug. What now? Incriminate yourself or something. He's like, well, I used to be homeless. <laughs> this is a great story, by the way. He used to be homeless. And there was this guy named Doc <laughs> who wouldn't let the junkies mess with him. And then a businessman came and beat up Doc. And gave him a briefcase full of plutonium. And I watched. <laughs> and I've never told Betty. By the way, I've never told Betty. <laughs> That's what he said. I was like, okay, what? Who's Doc? What is happening? Is this when he lived at the uh, drive-in? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what he said. Under a bridge. Is what under a said. bridge. Mm-hmm. He did say under a bridge, yeah. Um, the the Vixens aren't, aren't going to strike, it turns out, because they would get banned from prom. That would be devastating. And, oh, that's, a, that's shots fired at Cheryl. Like, turn on Cheryl. Turn on Cheryl. How dare you? The Bulldogs go to Stonewall because uh, you don't try to pull stuff. And Jug sees this happening, and Archie hits Biff, and there's a big fight. Mm-hmm. And Jughead's in the middle. That's Yeah, that was... Torn between two oh, worlds. Whatever. Yeah. Frank, we know where his allegiance really lies. Frank bails out Archie out of jail after the fight. He says, don't tell my mom. <sighs> Yale interviews Jughead. Says, hey, you, I like your writing. Do you like H.P. Lovecraft, possibly? Because you write some stuff like that. And he's like, oh, I never had anybody analyze my writing before. Like, it's like you must be a real school, Yale. <laughs> um, Frank tells Archie that Fred was a fighter. And Frank says that he himself boxed in the army. And he asks Archie, he says, Archie, are you any good at it? And Archie <laughs> says, well, this one time I boxed a bear. That's right. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> no further questions. <laughs> in scene. What do you mean one Zag. time? Um, Betty wants proof that Biff hit Mad Dog. Wanged him, to be more specific. So she wants Ronnie to infiltrate a Stonewall party and wear a wire. Oh, the return of Monica Posh. Yes. I loved it. Meanwhile, (laughs) Molly Ringwald knows what happened with Mad Dog and that he called Frank and Fred and that and that Archie called Frank and, you know, she explains, you know, she's upset at that. She, he didn't call her. And she tells him, well, you know, that Fred took credit for a DUI that Frank got. So, you know, this guy's not so great. We go back and forth on Frank a lot. He's got a lot of good excuses. Um, and he's grounded except for the game. No jalopy privileges. <laughs> Ronnie's in her Monica Posh outfit and wig. She gives Biff some rum. Jughead blows her cover right when he's getting ready to admit everything. Mm-hmm. Jughead's usually a little. Yeah, you think he would have known and been and he, like he surely quick he, on his feet. He saw the wig. Yeah, it's like I he's mean, like, why are you wearing a wig? God. And he recognized her from behind with a wig on. It's like, how did I say? What's that mean? Well, uh, he was probably thrown. <laughs> <laughs> He thought it was Betty. Oh. Um, he was probably thrown because how often do you get to go to a private school literary society's pep rally cocktail party? Right. That's true. Yeah. Right. Because obviously the literary society are the ones who throw the party to support the football team. It's all team. secret. This is all a secret society. And it's like, you know, sure, it's like, you know coat and tie, mm-hmm. sipping yeah. cocktails. Now, but, you know, he was going to confess, but now Betty knows he's in the quill. She tells him, you shouldn't keep secrets, Jughead. And they've been doing a lot of little things yeah. that make sense Setting up to come wh- between Why them. she would want to kill him. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. But well, like, I mean, that's what they're setting putting, up. Yeah, they're, we're putting stress on the relationship. Yeah. And, and just when they need to come together, they're being pulled apart. 
Archie confronts Frank about the DUI. And he's like, as before counseling, I needed it from Desert Storm. And it's like, well, okay, you have a great excuse. And your brother was just helping you. Okay. So Archie's back on board with Frank. But Archie's on board with it, whoever the last person oh, he yes, talked to. Yes, always. Yes, always. Um, even if it was himself in the mirror. Ram, the Ram serves a cease and desist on the patent infringement because his chemist shows that it is basically the same rum he has, only with some spice. Uh, Mr. DuPont and Jughead meet, and he, he comes and visits Jughead in his room. He says, hey, your girlfriend's writing an article. He's like, what? Sorry, Mr. DuPont, can't help you. I don't tell her what to write. So like, that's cool. You should sit with me at the game. <laughs> Private box. Yeah. Uh, Frank offers Mad Dog some pills, and Archie says, "No, no, I am. I draw the line here. Oh, you this is your... obvious badness. You can't do this. You're he... giving him pain pills so you can play in the game. This is bad. I know right and wrong. He's seen Varsity Blues before. Yeah, and." But said, there's a scout from Notre Dame right. coming, right? And he says, he says, Susie leaves. He's like, he's like, don't you don't take pills from him. See ya. I'll leave you guys alone. <laughs> so Betty starts writing an expose of Stonewall, but it's all hearsay. They can't print it, you know, because she didn't get her info from Biff because of Jughead. He screwed it up, and. Mad Dog's ready to play. Shows up in the locker room. Notre Dame's here. And Archie's like, oh, well, that's a pretty good excuse. <laughs> I'm, I'm on board. All right. Well, uh, Jughead doesn't go set with Mr. DuPont. He sets with Betty and Kev and Molly Ringwald. I thought, oh, that was cool. But was, he's, he's got like Riverdale colors yeah, on. Yeah. I like that. That was, very, yeah. that was very wholesome. I like, yeah. I knows who his team is, mm-hmm. who he's rooting for. Even Kev was there waving a little flag. Yep. <laughs> That's all he's done in like That's six it. episodes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Reggie tells... He's, he's going to make up for it later on. <laughs> Reggie tells Ronnie, hey, you want to get back at the Ram for the rum stuff? Oh, meet me no. in the Meet me in the parking lot at halftime. Reggie's corking up uh, another great track. <laughs> <A> hilarious prank. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Miss Appleyard gets locked in her office, and Cheryl throws away the keys. She comes out and faces the vixen and says, I never turn my back on you like you did to me. And an amazing callback. Not like you did to me. Fact. Ronnie stands behind her with her arms folded and says, Fact. (laughs) I was like, that was great. That was great. I love that stuff right there. Another gifable moment. Give me some of those three season old callbacks <laughs> now without further ado let's cheer our bulldog brethren on to victory and slay it's dance time cherry bomb excellent they're like we are dancing we're not cheering have they practiced that at all obviously instinctive it's instinctive that's in tryouts you better be able to do a good cherry bomb um Cherry bomb! Hello, world! I'm your wild girl! I'm your ch 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 
meanwhile, the game's being played while the song's being sung. And everything. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. As always. Yep. So you're dividing attention, bro. Uh, low scoring game. It was a 7 0 Stallion. Yeah, I thought it was like the end of the first quarter. It wasn't yeah, the no. No, it's it always the last play of the game. Yeah. Um, they, Mad Dog scores, makes it 6 to 7. They're going for two. Last play of the game, and he doesn't make it. Mm-mm. Nope, sorry. Short of the goal line. Uh, Frank comes in the locker room and Archie is pissed. Mm-hmm. He's like, you gave him drugs. And then Matt Dog comes in, I got another day. <laughs> and he's like, well, okay, it was worth it. <laughs> Which, I don't know, on a normal show, that's a, I think that's this a moral is, quandary. It, it is. Even on this show, I think this... He was unjustly robbed of a chance. Is it right or wrong? Like, that's a good question I to think debate. That they are, are Archie does not. Perfect, he takes like three seconds to figure it out. They're perfectly walking the line with this guy, you know, with Frank because it's like you know, sorry, Archie. Not everybody gets handed everything. Sometimes yeah, you got to yeah. make a decision to make things happen for yourself. And I'm like, well, I can't argue with that with um, drugs. <laughs> yeah, but it worked out. Biff and Betty clash about the article again, but playfully. Um, Ronnie, I wrote this down. Sorry. I'm, <laughs> Ronnie licks Cheryl's Cheryl's blossom maple snow cone. Another gifable yes. moment. Why else would that be in there? Yeah. The Ram finds a bottle of Luna rum in his gas tank. Mm-hmm. Reggie, genius plan, Reggie. Yeah. Yep. He's like, why did he have to? Why'd you have to meet him in the parking lot? Oh, it's gonna take two of us to get this done. <laughs> it's gonna take Cracker Jack timing. Yeah. <laughs> And then after all this with the drugs, Frank's moving into Archie's house. No longer at the gym. You come on in and live with us. I liked your drug idea. <laughs> um, the snow cone lick gave Ronnie a wicked idea, she says. Rum and maple. It all comes back to the maple. Cheryl says, tastes like breakfast on the beach. <laughs> Ronnie says, no, it tastes like money. Betty is going to investigate Biff's quiz team. She's going to have to start a team, and Principal Honey almost blows a wad at mm. the idea of he, this, he wants of a, a quiz team. Because he yeah. just got beat on the football Yeah, yeah. He wants He's like, trophy. I want some of that sweet quiz revenge. He's like, you're going to have to start a team, though. Um, FP is at Stonewall. To celebrate because Judd got into Yale. Also, so did Biff. And then, flash forward one month later, Biff tells Betty to save her tears because only he and her are going to be in New Haven now because mm. Judd's dead. What? Oh, not so playful there. One more, and we're all caught up. Well, we're caught up to where we right now. Currently, we're caught up up to right now. This moment, a couple weeks ago, when when this episode aired, there's obviously been more episodes since. Oh yeah, heck, happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) 
<laughs> Man, Groundhog surprised me this year. Oh, six more weeks of Riverdale. <laughs> quiz show, chapter 68. Got the quiz teams practicing. Archie and Frank are having breakfast. It's this little, one felt personal. A little reminiscent of uh, Fred and him. And he gives him. It's his first day as foreman. He gives it, gives, lets him borrow Fred's tool belt, Senior Archie's tool belt. Um, yeah, it said everyone else had quiz show fever. Yeah, only Archie was immune to quiz show mm, fever. Right, implying he's very dumb. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bughead are doing it again. Well, well, everybody else has a 4.0 GPA. Right, yeah. Right. yeah. Sheriff's got four, or no, Betty's got a 4.1. Yeah, there you um, go. Bughead. Are doing it while Biff is working out because they room together because Moose isn't there anymore. He just fall off the face of the earth. He went to the army or whatever. Um, and she finds out that he forgot to tell her about getting into Yale, which seems like I this is so contrived, you know, that he keeps forgetting to tell her stuff, you know. But like she can't see his point that it, it would hurt her feelings. Like yeah, she's trying to. It may not yeah. be the right thing, but he's trying to, you know, he's doing it for her. He's going to have to tell her eventually, yeah. Jordan. Come on. But not until after sex. Uh, Biff and Betty lightly clash again. when He's like, hey, you guys done finally? Um, then we got Dr. Beaker. Chemistry guy or whatever. Chemistry professor. He's a you'd rum, drink, rum drinker, Beaker. He's like, we need Beep. you. We need to. Yeah. <laughs> we need you to test the difference in our rum. And this is okay, Cliff. We need to ask you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is more. We're get. This is where we're getting a lot of Cheryl and Veronica together. What's our name for them? Ooh, do did we have a name for them? Uh, Jordan said he thought we did. He had a. He said, "Was it Blodge?" The only one I could remember. I don't remember. I don't know if that sounds it's been perfect, so long. but there was. Blodge. Did we have a name? Because they're really hanging out a lot. Veronica. Um, Veronica. Verossum. <laughs> I don't know. Ronnie. <laughs> you guys should see their faces as they try to make up these sounds. Cheryl and Luna would be Chuna. <laughs> Chir- Chironica? Chironica? Chirani? Chirani. I like that. Chirani. Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Chirani. I just want it to be a little different than other things. Chirani? My Chirani. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm just setting you up for yeah. a song. Make a song out of that. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, they were, were the ones talking to Dr. Beaker. That was why I said that. Okay. Uh, the board of the Baxter brothers wants a darker story than what. So he write Jughead writes a story he about the River one. Boy. He writes season one. They're like they're like this is great. You got the job. We hate that story. <laughs> now we need you to write another story, preferably with serial killers. What? And I'm like, okay, season two. What kind of young adult series has a board? I, you think the Hardy Boys don't have a board? Of, like they all sit in shadows, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I just imagine that was like the CW, like heads of, heads of programming. That like, could. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Do something different. So he goes and sees Charles, 
and asked for some ideas about serial killers. And I got a whole box of serial killers. He doesn't want to do uh, Betty's dad. Frank talks to the crew, and he replaces Tom Keller as foreman. I didn't know Tom Keller worked there. I didn't either, but he was the foreman, apparently. But I was happy to see old Tom. And Tom does not like him. He See, had to arrest him for a lot of stuff back in the day. He remembers his past. He's like, Archie, you don't know this guy. He's crap. It doesn't matter how much flannel he wears. He's no Fred. That's right. No. He's arrested him multiple times when he was sheriff. There's a lot of C places here. I think Riverdale beats Seaside again in the quiz sh- C something. Seaport. Sit in the quiz show. And we find out... In the, was there any questions that stuck out to you? Something you learned? Well, first of all, they're transported back to the 1970s. Yeah. It's a quiz show. He <laughs> didn't have the long yeah. microphone yeah. or anything. Yeah, the old... Uh, Monty Hall microphone. Now, well, yeah, that's true. But I always think of the guy from Match Game. Mm-hmm. It was all sexy talk or whatever they're doing. But there was some quiz questions. But we find out through them, it is mentioned, because... Uh, she answers quickly, and Cheryl's like, I knew that because Frank Lloyd Wright also designed Thornhill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course he did. Um, so Charles is going to help Betty get into Yale because she's got a four. Oh, no, she he was going to help. First, he's going to help Betty with Biff, but then he's going to help her. His mentor goes to Yale. And she does have a 4.1. He's going to find out why she didn't get in there. Because that's weird. A thing. That's weird. Yeah, sure. You can just call up, hey, yeah. I got a question. I need my mentor. Dumb mentor. <laughs> it's the worst thing about yeah. <laughs> it's the dementors. <laughs> oh, that was so stupid. I like it. Chuck um, pitches. The publishers with other, you know, with other serial killers. The fishmonger. <laughs> what is that? Was there a famous serial killer fishmonger? No. I, I don't know. One about social media. DuPont's like, no, do one about. Then do you know some stuff about a serial killer? <laughs> you lived this, right? He's like, yeah. I'll call it. Call him the Brown Hood. Because <laughs> that's how the best writing is done. And yeah. like, Just tell me the plot now. And they, uh, uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. And the board is like, we love it. It's a million dollar idea. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Jughead, what are you doing? This is terrible. How? I mean, this is bad Jughead here. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you need this contract so bad that you're gonna, you're gonna hurt your girlfriend. But you get kind of the pressure he's under that he was kind of backed into a corner, but it was still a bad. That's bad, a bad idea. idea. Yeah. Tom. Is in the office. He's have to do the books. They don't have money to pay Christmas bonuses. Oh, by the way, everybody knocked off early and went to your house to party, Archie. And you're like, Archie, like, Matt, I'm going to go home and fix this. He goes home. Oh, but they're, it's always a, a good excuse. They're telling sweet stories about Fred mm-hmm. stealing a pig. <laughs> oh, he does say, what about those Christmas bonuses? Well, I want to help him. Uh... Charonica go, I don't know. They go visit the Ram and say there's a 51% difference in our rums. And now we have the maple rum patent. So. And we got ourselves a rum war. (laughs) I've watched many episodes of Shark Tank. Mm -hmm. 
And there's people that have been working on stuff for years who haven't got a patent yet. And they got oh. one, what it was like an afternoon, two, two, 48 yeah. hours. They've they got, got connections. They got a patent oh, yeah. filed. Yeah. and They got patent makers like they got notary public. If they don't call it sticky maple rum, I'm going to be seriously disappointed. Yeah. I don't know what they did call it. I don't think they have a name yet. Charles finds Biff's dad had somebody take his PSATs for him. That's what he finds out. And that makes... Uh, she, uh, Betty blows her top over that. She goes and she goes and faces him. You're a piece of crap. You had somebody take your test. You're the worst person that ever lived. And he says, "Oh yeah, Jughead's writing about the brown hood." <laughs> <laughs> Deflect quick. And which was good stuff. And he, she's not too happy anymore about that. Uh, whatever. Let's call him Blodge. Blodge. <laughs> To have the weirdest idea, and it seems like we've had this idea 27 times to start a teen place Look, and sell drugs or alcohol. We only have so many sets, okay? It's like we now we're going to turn them. the speakeasy into a dance club to sell rum. What? Why can't you sell it at the speakeasy? Because uh, the mayor took away the liquor license. Yes. What's the difference? Uh, you're okay. selling it illegally anyway. No, they're giving it away free. Right. So give it away free in the speakeasy. Well, the, I don't understand why they have to have a dance club. The, <laughs> <laughs> they like dancing. Yeah. It didn't make sense. Was, I mean, it extra didn't make sense. Like You already have a place to give it away free. Anyway. Fangs is at Pops, and Kev is there. He's come pick up some burgers, and Kev is there waiting on his grind date. Terry. Kevin, now's not a good time, Fangs. I'm waiting for my grind-up date. I'm not stalking you. I'm just picking up a couple burgers. But I want to apologize uh, for what I did to you. I was under Edgar's control. Thanks. I get it. I was brainwashed by Edgar, too. But that doesn't mean we should get back together. Can we just go on a date and see what happens? Sorry, my day just got here. Hi, are you Terry? I'm Kevin. Nice to meet you. Listen, do you want to get out of here? I have a room at the Five Seasons, unless that's too forward. No, not at all. All normal stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Terry, uh, thanks Kevin, wants, Kevin doing Kevin things. Typical. Yeah. yeah, thanks wants to hang out, but Terry shows up. Things is smitten. Poor, yeah, poor fans. He likes Kev, but Kev is just wants the dong, and they're back. He's like, he's like, hey, is this too forward if I say let's go right to my room at the Five Seasons? Kevin's like, nope. Right, let's go. Let's do it. That tracks for Kevin. Yep. Bughead. Betty's mad. Jughead's like, well, Kev, Kev, okay. Kevin's mad at things because they oh, had a thing going. No, no, they had a thing going on at the farm. And right, Fangs left, right. was with them, and left Kevin alone. He was the last one. Yeah. Right. So he's still mad about okay. it. Okay. He was That's betrayed. One. I guess. down a kidney. Yes. Yeah. True. Right. It just hadn't been the same. Um, oh, they can't tickle his... <laughs> <laughs> I'm jumping the gun, but... Yeah. Oh, that could be dramatic. I don't know. Is that going to show up on video? Um... So, Betty's mad, but Jug's like, I was going to ask if I could use this as a story, but, but it sounds like you were already doing it. And he's like, I, di- I didn't. 
didn't lie about it. She's like, yeah, you also didn't tell me about Yale until after we had sex. So she has a point. Uh, Tom got, what did I write? Tom got Ram. Oh, he got a, the Ram's prison as a client. Right. Good for, for government construction. contract. Yeah. yeah. Good job, Tom. And Archie and Frank are both like, no way. We're not doing anything with that bad guy. He's like, sometimes you gotta, you can't pick and choose your clients. My morals are inflexible on yes. everything but this. And <laughs> Charles he- heard back from the Dementor at Yale and finds out she that Betty didn't get in because her dad was a black hood and they don't need that kind of bad press. Good good idea, Yale. I wouldn't love her either. So Jughead gets mad at Biff for telling you know Betty about his secrets. And he's like, Well, I want to win trivia at any cost always. There you go. That is, we also have a trivia team. Yes. And that is our motto. We want to win a <laughs> trivia at any win cost. At always. any cost, always. We're getting we matching may have ta- used that in practice. We're getting matching <laughs> tattoos. Yes, that's what we're putting on. Um, we're going to have to get risky this next week. Okay. Um, <laughs> Somebody's going to get busted in the alley behind yeah. the pizza place. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's sketch alley. I'll bring the carpet. Yeah. <laughs> Betty goes to her dad's grave and she wangs it with a sledgehammer. Oh, I uh, thought it was a shovel to start with, but sledgehammer yeah, was yeah. pretty good. Alice comes up and hugs her out of the blue. Just was just there. She heard about something. Well, okay. I the sled the sledgehammer's missing. <laughs> I saw something online just today about this scene. Um that in fact it was written the way it was originally written Jughead was supposed to come in place of Alice hmm. but he the actor had gotten sick and couldn't do the scene so they rewrote it with Alice and it, it's and, like, and it yeah it and turned it's out Riverdale so you can do whatever right but it kind of worked out better because the way it yeah they kind of make up yeah. Um, the, the only problem was they didn't play Sledgehammer. Yeah, that would have been good. Don't know how to game while it was happening. Um, then there was another party at Fred's, because this guy keeps bringing the crew back. And Carlos asks Archie in the kitchen about the... I heard he got this prison job and turned it down. He's like, people are going to quit. And also, you should show up to work. <laughs> we need you to see your face at the site. Boots on the ground. Even though he's in high school. Back at the five and seasons. running a gym shh, and an arcade shh, and a turkey cooking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hush. As I apply the chloroform to your face. Get the TT, get the chloroform. <laughs> Back at the five seasons, Terry says, hey, have you ever been tickled? You like tickling? He's like... I will videotape you and another guy for $5,000 per video. This is the third $5,000 thing we hear. Everything's $5,000 in the Dale. Um, he's like, I have a total beefcake waiting in the bar. He's like, well, 
I don't know what you're talking about, and this okay. sounds weird. And, and Jordan picked up one. Oh, I had talked about a documentary a couple of years ago called Tickled. It was on HBO. It's not anymore, but it's out there, and it is about a thing where they get these guys together, and they tickle each other, and they videotape it, and apparently people love that. It's very weird. One guy does. Yeah, one guy really likes that. That's for sure. It's a crazy documentary. But it's the first thing since Catfish that I've seen okay. and was just, what is going Now on? I have a bughead mystery for you. I'm going to put a lead out for you that you need to search out. The documentary about that documentary. I looked that up too. I couldn't find that anywhere. The you Tickle need, King. You need to watch that. Okay. Okay. Is that another layer of yes. inception? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the Tickle King. Um, but it's it's a bunch of young men like Kevin who are just like, hey, there's a lot of money. Yeah. It's really innocent. We stay clothed. We just tickle each other. It's and it's. He was super nervous when you know. Well, anyway, we didn't get there, but yeah. But, but yeah, it's a, th- it's a thing that is still going on today. Yes. There are. This is a thing. Yeah. Jughead is in Betty's bedroom at their house. <laughs> I have to think, yes, that's their family house. He goes in, hugs her, tries to make up. And she's like, you know, I fully spiraled in the cemetery <laughs> and wanged my dad's gravestone. She's just sad because she can't go to the Yale. Yale! Um... Then we get Blodge are dancing in their new dance club at Le Bon Nui. That's why. Doing rum shots. That's why that happened. That's why they decided to open a dance club so they could film a scene of exactly. dancing. Sher- but obviously, duh, the sheriff's department raids it. Ram, Ram has him. Roll Ram. up those sleeves, Ram. And, he, and then he th- opens up the door and he wangs the rum. <laughs> With a sledgehammer. Elliot Ness style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope you made a great sound effect because there was all his wanging. Um, then, back at Five Seasons, the Total Beefcake comes up and it's Daryl and he's cracking his knuckles and making Kev really nervous. <laughs> he's like, we're just tickling, right? Yeah. Sh- Daryl is a big ticket video guy people love to watch people get tickled by daryl or they like people to tickle daryl i don't know which it is tickled by daryl yeah tickled by daryl um cheryl okay uh blodge drink more rum they're constantly doing shots of rum like these episodes um tastes like breakfast on the beach why wouldn't you want to do it yeah it tastes like money (laughs) they get they get another big idea they're going to do a hilarious pl- prank on the sheriff's department. And the the nightclub is going to be a distraction. And they're going to do business somewhere else. What's the one set we haven't been using? Right. Back at the Five Seasons, we find out that Kev's laugh. You're a natural, Kev. You have a great laugh. Terrific timbre. Has a terrific timbre. Great. Oh, He's like, you know, you I'm not big on Daryl, though. If I need to get somebody else you build to a tickle me. Terry, this is a one-time thing. That's a shame. You can make some serious bank. All right, let me ask you. 
Would I always have to work with Daryl? Daryl's popular. But no. Why? Did you have someone else in mind? Okay. He kept my kidney scars. He kept right. hurting my kidney It's a little scars. sensitive. Um, so we find out they're going to go to the Maple Club. Is that the name of it? Yep. The brothel. The old brothel. Yep. And start to rum biz there. They've got a book of names in the wall with all these potential customers. Cheryl, what is this place? Mumsy's old brothel. The Maple Club. The most exclusive gentleman's club in town. Just sitting here. Okay, but is a former cat house really on brand for our female empowerment startup? Mommy Dreadful was certainly no ally to the cause, but that doesn't mean we can't use this place for our own purposes. Not only is its rent prepaid for the rest of the year, but it is and has everything we need. Private drinking club? Check. Premium security system? Check. List of Riverdale's richest rubes? Look at all the names in here. Cheryl, do you realize what this is? Clients with the financial means to pay at the price point we require? Exactly. So let's tap those scumbags like maple trees and start making some real money. Invite them to call. <laughs> Can I remind us all this is all happening while they're prepping for the quiz bowl as well? Yeah. Oh yeah. Both of them are on the quiz team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like drunk, <laughs> drunk all day. Yeah. Was there an episode of Saved by the Bell where they had like a quiz? Team oh or yeah, something? yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. It was like it was like all the extra nerds, yeah. like Tori Spelling and stuff like that. Yep. Okay. Because yeah. that I, that's what I kept picturing, but then you know, I believe that Betty's team is Veronica and uh, Tony and Cheryl, and I'm like, mm. and <laughs> we talked about uh, when we have at our real life quiz. Uh, yeah, that we've been doing. We talked about if we are lucky enough and fortunate enough and and talented enough to get first place again <laughs> to dress up like Star Wars characters yeah. when we get our medal ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> well, what about this episode in the Riverdale? We could do the Riverdale sweaters. Mm-hmm. They're all in the matching oh, Riverdale mm-hmm. school uniforms. We could do wow. that as well. Whoa, that would be a little more on brand for us. Mm. I'll think about it. I don't think there's any danger of us winning. <laughs> um, any means, any cost, always. Yeah, always. So I liked when they were calling these As people and they're client, like, no, it's not a brothel anymore because the people are like immediately, oh, yeah, I love brothels. They're like, no, we've got something even better. You can come here and have a drink of alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, where what? else? Where else can you get what? that deal? You can't just drink. You can't just drink alcohol somewhere. Exclusive. This rum is only. Well, we're gonna call it a social club, and we're gonna need somebody to run it. Mm-hmm. So they slide Mumsy up out of the bunker. Yep. Bring her in. Bring her Between up. senior year and operating oh. La Bonne Nuit as a cover, <laughs> we're taking on quite the load. What we need is a full-time live-in manager. Someone who will be beholden to us. Who will live, eat, and sleep here to ensure things run smoothly. I have the perfect candidate. You've got to be kidding me. Cheryl, she's a killer. 
So was Betty's father. So was your father. True. Why have you come for me, nightmare child? To offer you a change of venue, Mumsy, and a way for you to work off your debt to society, and to me. As long as you're willing to play by our tightly coiled rules. I get even with some of this. Okay, then somebody stole $200 from the petty cash at the construction company, says Sheriff Keller, ex-Sheriff Keller. Frank says, I took it as an advance or whatever. Oh, they have a brutal fight, Tom and Frank. And Tom quits. And quite frankly, I'm disappointed that Tom Keller should have beat the crap out of him. I agree. I agree. And then Archie's like, where are we going to do that money? I was going to gamble at the track, which totally like, that's a terrible. And Archie's like, that's terrible. But it's like Goofus and uh, <laughs> what's his name? Gallant is like, oh, he always has two different answers. One's terrible and one's yeah. great. I gamble at the track. But it's to help the guys and I'm going to get those give them their bonuses. bonuses. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. It's a sure thing, Archie. Yeah. And it was. Uh, so, at all costs. Um, back to the quiz Uncle show. Frank. Mr. Brooks, the recruiter from Yale, shows up. He's going to give Betty a chance. Um, Jug, is your he's her biggest fan. He tells her he's going to watch her. And Alice says, hey, Betty, I left you something in the green room. Alice. This is like Alice's worst moment. Yeah. She's so stupid. Her character's so stupid. Oh, it's 30 seconds till you go on. Here's the answers. Let me leave it in another room unattended. That was so awful. Yeah. She leaves her the answers. There had to be a better way to do that. Straight out of the movie quiz show where they're giving the guy the answers. Um but Betty didn't cheat. She faces off for the win. And what is it? A car question. <laughs> Who knows cars better than anybody? Spark it's not plug? the spark plug, <laughs> dummy. It's the clutch. Now, what I thought as I was watching it, what I thought they were going to do was it was going to be a storyline. And this made more sense to me in my head where Alice yeah. leaves her a present. It doesn't matter what it is. But then Brett goes in oh takes the print switches it with the answers to set her up that made more sense to me but whatever i did like that they showed in the quiz show they wanted to make sure we understood that he was not cheating he did not cheat Mm -hmm. they set that up by him saying it was this and he was wrong and made it look stupid and i was like good so now we know he wasn't cheating at least so so it leaves more ambiguous ambiguous since whether he is bad or not you know um, super bad anyway. So she wins, celebrates the jug, and he and she's gonna get to go to Yale now. And That's we're easy we're, as that. That's we're gonna to go to Connecticut and solve every mystery and eat pizza. Yeah. You win the win the quiz bowl. You go to Yale. She's like, I tore up the answers and threw them in the trash. I was like, Oh, I see where this is going. I tore Four. them into large pieces, right. and left them behind. <laughs> I know for sure how this is going. You should have ate that paper, you <laughs> dummy. Frank won ten thousand dollars to you and me. After the last few episodes, I know that as two five thousand dollars. <laughs> so sure thing. And Archie's like, well, you know what? 
All is not forgiven. I felt like you were stealing from my dad when you took that $200. And Frank says, you know what? You sound just like him. And I understand. He was good. You're good like him. <sighs> Get a room. Betty, not the five seasons. Um, Betty is, cle is, let's see, uh, sorry. Oh, she's getting cheered at school. And <laughs> Mr. Honey's waiting at the long line of everybody cheering for her. Do it in public, Mr. Honey. With his to tore up answers all taped together. Guess who found them? Biff. Thanks a lot, Alice, is what I have written here because I hate her. <laughs> And Alice gets put on leave without pay because she went, she tried to tell everybody it was her fault. And they're like, oh, well, you're dumb. You're fired. And she, and she tells Betty, she literally says this. I knew you would win. I saw how much you studied. <laughs> and why'd you give her the answers, dummy? Or, or I, I don't even know. It's just really dumb. Um, it's the most scandalous thing that ever happened to the Coopers. Yes. <laughs> Kev goes and talks to Fangs and he invites him to come tickle him. I'd rather have a, a partner I know for these tickle videos. Archie meets Tom at Pops. It's, it takes last ditch to get try to get him back. Good man, Sheriff Kelly says, what if I made you four, four men? He's like, no, you'd have to get rid of Frank for me to come. But he takes his Christmas bonus. Um... Wrapping up the episode, we're back at the Maple Club. They're serving Maple Hitos, Maple Rum Punch. We find out Pops is still getting raided. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Poor Pops. Still getting raided. Pouring milkshakes out on yeah, the floor. Yeah, it's just awful for Pops. But back here at the Maple Club, things are going great. And for some reason, Mumsy is wearing a mask straight out of freaking eyes wide shut because that's is that is also a movie reference okay um that actress i'm blanking on the name of the movie but that actress was in a movie where that mask appeared okay and they so i so again weird. i don't have the details i have some of the details mm, that's, that's all we enough. need that's so good enough, good that's enough. All you had to say <laughs> um jug yells at biff and says, obviously, we're going to have to follow the rules of the quiz and quill, and we're going to have a duel. Say mm. what? He's like, are you serious? Is this happening? Four weeks later, we see at Pops, Betty and Archie in a booth sitting there, and she makes it sound like Jughead's at Yale or whatever. He won't come back ever. And Archie holds her hand and says, we'll get through this together. Looks like they're getting together, the old... Mm. What, what were Archie and Betty called? Barchie? Was that a I thing? don't think they had a name. They were together early on in the series. I would have think they would have had a name. Were they? A, yeah, in the first season. You should go back and watch the first season. It's a different <laughs> show. Yeah. It's a totally different <laughs> show. It's hmm. crazy. Anyway, that was the Dale. And it's great. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched a lot of it today and I'm all caught up and yeah. I can't wait to watch more one episode at a time <laughs> yeah so we're, we're I'm gonna look up how many episodes are left okay get us all figured out here so that's that was episode 11 of season 4 the next one is episode 69 or chapter 69 so there's at least 10 more so I'm expecting this this tickle 
storyline to go the whole distance like that. <laughs> Let's we can only hope. There's so much room for this to get even <laughs> crazier. Yeah, it doesn't say here on IMDb. It just says that the next one is called Men of Honor, mm-hmm. which that's came out a long time ago. So we'll we'll get to that. We know you've already seen. Yeah, it. sorry, we haven't talked about it at this point. But then, um, uh, chapter seventy will be the Ides of March. Good movie. And 71 will be How to Get Away with Murder. Uh, but that's all that's on the slate so far. There's going to be more, but we will be here for it. We're back. We're revived. Right. We, we've we been doing this for you the last couple weeks, and we, we're in it for the rest of the season. See where this goes. We're back excited. So, yeah, we hope you didn't give up on us. If you just tune in for the Riverdale coverage, we'll always have your back. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. My name's Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Bye forever. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com.